What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. What's up, guys? Welcome to this episode of Behind the Bum. I know I've been speaking a lot about fetishes and people being fetishized. I feel like that's how you say it, fetish-sized. Um, it took me a while to learn how to spell that. Um, so I invited on people who said they had felt fetish-sized for the way they looked or their weight or their nationality or a disability they might have. So I invited on four people who I am now friends with, and we are going to talk about how they've been fetish-sized and what their experiences were because I, to be honest, don't know if I've ever made somebody feel like they were a fetish, but I also don't know if I'm considered a fetish to someone, you know, like Ryan, are short people fetishes? I don't know. Uh, I would think so. Um, being five foot, um, a lot of people tell me that being five foot is really hot. So I would, I would say that's, you know, that's probably a thing. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we're all, maybe everybody's a little bit of a fetish, you know, to someone. Right. So I guess, Ryan, since I already called you out, why don't I start with you? What would you say you've been fetishized for? Uh, so I've been fetishized for having uh, a physical disability and using a wheelchair. Okay. What disability do you have? I've got cerebral palsy. And what is that for anybody listening who does not know what that is? So that is, um, there is typically something that happens to the development of the brain uh, sometime between birth and typically like two and three years old. Um, and it's something that hinders the development of certain motor functions. Um, so for me, um, my, my balance is really bad and I have really bad spasticity on my right side. Um, and so my right hand doesn't really work that well. Um, my right arm is really stiff. My right leg is really stiff and I have to use a power chair to get around. Damn. And that hap- that's obviously something that's been with you since you were born. Yep. The umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck during birth, and it caused a lack of oxygen to the brain. And wow. in that, the 30 seconds it took them to get the umbilical cord off, uh, it just did enough damage to where uh, it caused the cerebral palsy. Well, I'm sure Twitch would be very sad if you weren't here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, why don't I go to you? Um, yeah, so I'm the opposite where you're talking about like being short. I'm definitely a bigger guy. Um, I've probably been more fetishized for my size, um, being bigger. And I think, yeah, I mean, I've always been big. So like getting, I think it's funny to now something that I've always been like, kind of spoken down for kind of lean into like getting a positive side on some things like now seeing kind of leaning into my size more. I haven't fully experienced a full like fetish encounter, but I've definitely think this year with quarantine and kind of like being on your own and like leaning into like what makes you you. So I think I've definitely tapped more into the fetish, I think. Mike, let me tell you, out of all the DMs I get, 
every time I see one from you, I know I'm going to laugh hysterically. Oh, I love the profile. When you dressed up as Dora for Halloween, I screamed and died and I showed all my friends and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Um, And then my next guest, Derek, why don't I go to you? Hello. Um, so as far as being fetishized, um, I've been fetishized for people who have the fantasy of wanting to be with a black man for the first time, wanting to try different things. There's the the uh, the legend of the black dick <laughs> that people are, you know, they, they approach me about that sort of thing. Um, it's happened all my life, obviously. Yeah. So. <laughs> Always been a black man, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, on and off, it's just happening varying degrees of somewhat flattering to very creepy, so. Listen, I show my hole on Instagram for a living. (laughs) I got a fair amount of equally creepy fucking things all day, too, so. (laughs) My sympathy for you is, like, this much, but, like, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) all right last but not least theo let me go to you so uh as i've said before i have been criticized for both my nationality and my looks uh many times uh when people approach me on social media or on dating apps uh instead of saying hello they begin the conversation by saying oh you're my fetish Oh, you're ginger, so you must have a big uh, dick. Or people have asked me, uh, "Are you? Do you have red hair everywhere?" <laughs> and sometimes it's flattering, sometimes it's surprising because you don't expect that. I'm not gonna lie, I've googled it. <laughs> well, actually, it depends on the person. Some people are fully ginger, some others are not. I will say my roommate is, well, not like now, but my college roommate was ginger, but his pubes were black. Yeah, so uh, I have attended a, a live concert and I got the chance to meet the singer and he asked me that. So I was not embarrassed, but I was so surprised because I didn't expect uh, that question and in front of public with so many people around. People want to know. I know it sounds creepy, but I feel like everybody wants to uh, explore what they haven't seen before. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. But I will say there is Google, you know, (laughs) Google has anything you could possibly want to see and more. So, I mean. My thoughts exactly. Well, Ryan, let me, let me start with you, but let's just say like when you hook up with a guy, can you tell if you feel like he's just into you as a fetish or he's just like really into you sexually as a person? Cause emotionally maybe. So typically, um, you know, like when, when somebody hits me up, uh, the, the hookup doesn't happen immediately. So during the dialogue, like the back and forth before we actually end up hooking up, um, I kind of get a sense of, you know, whether he just wants to be with me because I'm a guy in a wheelchair or whether, you know, like he's attracted to me personally. Um, and uh, I, I'd say like, you know, 75% of the time it's it's because they're attracted to me, you know, just for who I am and not what I am, I guess, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually the 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 dialogue back and forth kind of tells me what they're into before we just kind of jump in the bed. I think that's fair. And I guess like when a guy shows up, I mean, I've never been just like ass up, no conversation, you know, <laughs> right. <Some> conversation <laughs> that happens prior to the hookup. <laughs> um, Derek, when you brought up the fact that you get fetishized for being black, do you avoid sending dick pictures then because you don't want to lead with that? Um, I would say I, I do avoid it. Like I, I have, I've had like online profiles where I don't put my face or anything. I'll just put like a picture of something that interests me just cause I'm, I don't want people to, like you said, to lead with that. I don't want people to, to start with that. Usually it's, it, it can be flattering, but it can also be creepy. Like I told you before, but um, yeah. Yeah. I would say, no, I, I wouldn't really generally send a dick to lead. <laughs> He's like, fuck, I actually sent one today, but like, I don't <laughs> normally do it. Not to say that I haven't sent them. I mean, it's occurred, but. <laughs> I saw you hesitate. There was like something that crossed your mind for saying you're like, shit, do I say it or no? <laughs> it's not my go-to. <laughs> There's Theo, other things about, about me, damn it. No. <laughs> Theo, what about you? Do you send, did you send dick pictures or do you try not to because you don't want people to be like, oh, I want to see a ginger dick that so i have sent i have i want to be honest but usually i prefer not to okay uh like the feeling of surprise when you meet someone for the first time and you see everything face to face i agree but usually i think yes uh i agree with what derek uh says because like i have felt uh the same things too in the past I mean, there's um, definitely something to be said about unraveling the package. You know what I mean? Like when you, like, there's sometimes when you just see like dick, hole, like naked. And I'm like, okay, so like I already fucked you. Like, what are you coming here for? Like, I'm. what is the point of this? Like, I don't get it, you know? And I don't know. I have a feeling that sometimes when you see everything on a message, then what's the point of meeting? I would like to meet, but I think it's like jinxing the meeting. I don't know if it makes sense. It I mean, makes it sense totally in my mind. makes sense. Like the picture of your dick next to the TV remote is like really cute and like, thank you for it. But also like, I'm good now, you know? Like I've got your dick pictures. Like it's, it's cool. I can enjoy it by myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> no point of traveling. Um, Mike, what about you? Do you think you can tell when a guy is like treating you yeah. as fetish? Oh, totally. Like the first questions, like, like we said, like dialogue kind of, I can tell right away. It'll be like, I love your size or do you mind me asking how much you weigh? Like, first of all, you never ask a lady how much she weighs. Like that right then and there. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. This is where it's going. But I will say, and everybody just answer yes or no. Have you ever just been so horny? The guy was creepy and you were like, you know what? I'm just going to fuck him anyways even though he's treating me like he's a fetish fetish mike yes or no i i won't say i've gone like because normally by this point it's like i'm not leaving my house and i'm not having someone come over but like i'll engage on the chat until it's like done and then like all right i'm blocking them because i'm disgusted with myself and <laughs> enjoying that <laughs> ryan what about you 
Uh, no. Um, for me, it's like a it's a, a safety thing. Like if the guy's really creepy, I don't care how horny I am. Like I can't defend myself if things get really really crazy. Uh, so so no. Um, I guess there's like a how crazy. You know what I mean? Like, um, it really just depends. But no, I've never been so horny that I would just let anybody in. Like there's. No, I got to think about some things before I do that, man. Like, <laughs> am I going to live to see the end of this hookup, you know? like, <laughs> Derek, what about you? Um, I may have. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's <laughs> happened at some point. No, um, yeah, but not actually for the black thing. The dude had a – he said it was a muscle fetish, and he was looking at my leg muscles. They're not – they're not like – particularly defined they're not crazy but he could see some definition and he was really into it so i was like you know what fine maybe you have the finest leg muscles in ohio that <laughs> in a while <laughs> uh, Yo, what about you so i may have done that but i don't think it was a creepy guy it's more, it was more someone that i wasn't attracted to that much but i was okay here we go yeah, just gotta like try it out, you know. Yes, it's like a food. If you don't taste it, you don't know that that you like it. And say it's food. That is fair. I could say I've probably been across the board with everything possible you can imagine. But actually, but when it's actual food, I hate it. So people, <laughs> I've done it all. But actual food, I can't stand. Um, <laughs> Ryan, let me ask you, do you think you have a fetish yourself towards people maybe? Uh, so I think probably when I was younger, uh, before I had like really, you know, tasted the different fruits out there, um, I did. Um, I I do still have a really big thing for redheads though. Like that's, that's, that's like, um, I don't know what it is. Like, man, I'm just, they, they just really turn me on and, um, but you know like when i was <laughs> right like but when i was younger um you know just definitely like i've been one of those that just wanted to be with a black guy you know just because i had never i had never done it um so but nowadays like i guess because it's one of those like been there done that i know everybody's just kind of like it's not really a, as big a thing anymore but just redheads yeah redheads definitely thank you <laughs> Derek, what about you? I knew you were gonna call. <laughs> so, um, two things. I have a foot fetish, Hi. real bad, real, real bad. But also, I have had a thing for redheads probably all my life, and I don't. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't even know if I can call it a a fetish so much anymore it's just like more of an interest i do have a, a large interest in redheads but so maybe um, it's just like a type now yeah it's I, I would say it's more a type now whereas like um ryan was saying when you know when you're younger it's like it's your everything and it's like oh like i got i gotta do this i gotta try this and yeah but i i, I try not to be so creepy about it nowadays <laughs> but like when you see one on grinder you're like hey <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, listen, we've all done it. Like, I'm not going to lie. So it's fine. <laughs> Theo, what about you? Do you have a... Actually, I agree with Ryan and Derek. Uh, I like many things, I guess. 
both um, things that are, are called interests and things that might be considered as fetishes, but I think it's more like on the mood that I am. Okay. Okay, for example, uh, in the past, I have liked a guy who was in a wheelchair and I thought that, that he was cute. I have, I mean, uh, usually what turned me on is a hairy guy. It depends okay. on the hairiness though. So I guess uh, it's more like an interest than a, than a fetish. I would call like something fetish, you're just in the mood for that day. Yes, I would call a fetish maybe that I like feet. I don't I know, I, I like many things. So I need a catalog now to describe everything. <laughs> um, actually, I want to go back there because I've gotten some requests recently on OnlyFans about feet. So when someone has a foot fetish, like what is hot about the foot? Is it the smell? Is it like the toe curl? Is it like my like heel? Like what is it about the foot that's like, mm, you know? It's different for every foot fetish because okay. I'm not... So like, I've heard of people where they, like, I've seen stuff online where they say, oh, you know, I bet those smell great. I'm not trying to smell your feet. For me, it's, <laughs> for me, it's the look, like the, for me, like, I like the, a lot of people like the sole of the foot. I like the top of the foot, but there's some people who are specifically into the sole. Some people specifically like the tops. I like all around, um, but it's, a lot of it is the shape of the foot. The, the length of the toes is a big thing. Um, like I said, for some people, it's the smell. Some people, you know, like to suck on toes. Again, not my thing. Just I mean, me, I've sold some socks, let me tell you. You said you what? I've sold some socks, like worn them to the gym a couple times, <laughs> came in a pair. Like, I was uh, like, this one's going here. If USPS <laughs> saw what I sent out this fucking <laughs> they'd be called. <laughs> they threw that x-ray machine like, oh, Jeff is mailing again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If my grandma knew what those pair of socks from Christmas were really going to right now. <laughs> your grandmother's investing in your business. She knows about the OnlyFans. She's like, as long as you don't have sex on camera, she's like, you do you. So I'm like, that's right, grandma. We're trying. Um, <laughs> where was I? Mike. Fetish. Um, I wouldn't say it's like a fetish, but I definitely think like I go for guys smaller than me. So I definitely like <clears throat> don't go for guys the same my build. Okay. So like I think we can all mutually agree we go for people who like don't look like us, which I think is kind of cool. Because I, I think don't... that's like gay 101 that every couple looks like themselves. So yeah, I've actually never you. encountered another person with a disability. I would actually like kind of like to try that just to see how another person in a dis with a disability would be like in bed like sounds like it'd be a struggle but it could also be kind of fun at the same time like <laughs> i've actually that's one thing i've actually <laughs> never come across uh anywhere i feel like there should be some kind of like group that maybe that should happen for you hmm okay i feel like maybe that's like a googleable thing but oh done it done it Nothing? no it's it, no no huh. Maybe when quarantine's over, we will plan a speed dating event for you then. Okay, I like that. Let's do that. I can 
come up with something. We'll we'll find some people to pay for me to come visit you. <laughs> okay. Uh, that would be fun. Um, okay, so actually, one of the things I want to ask you guys is, does anybody have a funny, creepy story to share about a guy who, like, treated you like you were, like, a fetish? Because so, I can tell you right now, a guy sucked my toes before who had a huge foot fetish. And when I tell you, he was like, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. Like, okay, like, I already came, like, hurry up. Like, I'm thinking this in my head, you know? And he, like, sucked my toe, and I watched the eyes roll in the back of his head. And I was like, I, like, almost wanted to, like, take my phone and, like, record his face. Because I was like, what the fuck am I watching right now? <laughs> like, I was, like, appalled. But I guess it was, like, nice. I don't know. It was just, like, weird. And I can't get the eye roll out of my head. For <laughs> so... I didn't actually end up hooking up with this guy, but um, I this guy messaged me one day, and so I I've got a personal assistant that comes and just helps around the apartment, right, and just do daily living things. And so this guy mentioned that he had been an assistant for somebody, and through the course of messaging, he let me know that there was this one guy that he worked with, and God, there was this thing that they did where he would have to give the guy an enema and then bathe him afterwards and it completely turned him on and at one point the guy would like give him a blowjob while this was going on and he had not worked for the guy in a number of years and could not find anybody to do that for him anymore and he wanted to know if I would help him recreate that scenario and I I quickly said no that was that was no, we're not going to do that. But we're going to even try it once, not one time. No, no. Well, okay. So first off, first off, uh, if if what's the point of getting the enema if you're not going to like fuck me afterwards, right? Like See. that that's just a waste no. of time. At that point, just get on the bed, let me blow you, and then be done with it. But you know, like no, the way the way he was talking about it, no, it was just it was really creepy. Like he was very specific about. I'm going to do this and you're going to do this and we're going to do this. And you know, just no, no. It almost sounds like he like has like a, like, I don't even know what kind of fetish that is like. That's just like, he was, he like really got off on taking care of this guy. And then the guy one day realized that he was popping some wood while he was, you know, giving him an enema and giving him a shower. And then they just progressed from there. And you I don't think me? I've ever got a boner from shoving an enema up my ass, though. Right? Like, that's not something I find pleasant. Like, no. Like, it always makes me feel like I'm going to have, like, diarrhea. And I'm like, oh, this is, like, horrible. <laughs> it's awful. To each his own, though. But, you know, like, that's just not that's just not my thing, right? Like, <clears throat> I get it. Derek, I know you got something. Come on. Yeah, so um, I go to, or what's the limit on like, say, can I say the name of the place that I? Oh yeah, let's name drop. Let's give them credibility. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, so yeah, uh, Freedom Valley Campground. I don't know if anybody's heard of it in uh, New London, Ohio, Gay Men's Campground. Really fun place, really wonderful. Been going for years with my husband. So we were there this past year, this past summer, and there was this older man and he came up and he was like, oh, and my husband and I are just eating and we had never met this man before. So he comes up and he sits right next to me and I'm like, hi, like, first off, like, who is he? And, and I mean, I just thought he was being friendly. So, you know, introduce ourselves. And he was telling me about how, mm -hmm. telling us basically about how 
he had just had this experience with a black man where the guy had the guy he was with this black dude had a, a race fetish so he wanted him to treat he wanted him to play the slave master and treat this other black guy like the slave and he's just telling me in detail about this and he's like whip my nigger ass and all this that all like all yeah like all this kind of stuff like saying it like over and over wow and my husband and i are looking at each other like is this really happening right now like what the fuck <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> so, you know, he was, and then he's like, you know, come see me later if you want to have some fun. And I was just like, bye now. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm just like, did he really just, like, what made him think that was okay? <laughs> like, I didn't understand. Yeah. Does yeah. he not, like, is he not, does he not understand the time? Maybe he doesn't have social media. Maybe he doesn't watch the news. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe. And I was just like, I feel like I should go pull him aside and tell him don't do that to anybody else again. But at the same time, like it was one of those things where I kind of had to weigh because I was like, I could either do that and then it'll be super awkward for the rest of the weekend. Because I've been in situations like that before where like the rest of the time, if I'm in like a closed space with somebody the whole yeah. time, I come up and apologize like a hundred times. And I'm like, I don't want that either. So I was like, if he does it again, I'll say something. But until then, yeah. I'm just going to leave him be and avoid him. So, yeah. Well, you know, that's probably not the first time he said that either, which is kind of scary. Yeah, he was, he had no problem. He made no qualms. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. Oh, my God. I will say, though, that one of the hottest sex stories I have is actually with a black guy. Mm -hmm. I was going on a, um, like, family vacation or whatever, and we, I got off the plane in Hawaii, and my parents were, like, on a different plane. Like, they were, like, still six hours behind me, and I tried to check into the hotel. And they were like, oh, like, your parents need to check in. It's under John Perla, not Jeffrey Perla, whatever. So I was like, okay, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So I wheeled my massive two suitcases that I had to the beach, and I was like, I guess I'm just going to, like, go swimming, because what else are you supposed to do when you're in Hawaii with nowhere to stay or shower? So I'm just like swimming in the ocean. Also, there's like this British black guy that just like approaches me in the ocean. And I'm like, oh my God, he's so hot, accent, whatever. We just start like making out, had like brief conversation. And then he just like invited me back to like, obviously go like shower, change, take a nap. And obviously you end up fucking for 14 days. And I was like, what the fuck? But it was like, so beautiful. Like he had, oh, so good. That's my parents were like where are you going i was like i'm going out and they're like you didn't come home i'm like i know <laughs> it's a busy night mom nice um theo you got a good story for me i'm sure greece is a wild place well so i think the funny story is the one i told you i mentioned before with a singer because he was a celebrity he was very attractive so can you tell us who the celebrity is? We want to know. Yes, he's Greek. His name is... Uh, okay. So he's famous here in Greece. So uh, we met him uh, backstage. So when I we entered uh, the room he was in, he said something, wow, uh, incredible. You look so great. And I didn't realize that he was talking to me so instantly. I did this uh, to see to whom he was talking to. And then he goes, no, I was talking to you, you ginger guy. And he was, oh, I have never seen such perfect ginger hair before. And after a while, he asked me 
if the carpet matches the drapes. I blast, uh, it was quite surprising. So I was there with a friend. My So my friend took a picture with him, a selfie, and then he was, okay, let's take a selfie together. And after we took the selfie, he said, oh, you look gorgeous. So I think that's the funniest story. Also, this guy is married. To a man or a woman? To a woman. Oh. But... Outed him on this whole thing. Yeah, usually, I don't <laughs> like uh, going uh, around couples, but if it came to that with him, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> You're getting sued when you release this. <laughs> <laughs> This is your last episode. Let's make it a good one, boys. <laughs> I'm screwed. <laughs> but other times, straight people have asked me if the carpet matches the drape. So it's, I think it's just a normal question for someone who doesn't know. I mean, uh, it's natural, I guess, normal. I mean, yeah, like, obviously, it's probably equivalent to, like, somebody saying, oh, how big is your dick? You know what I mean? Like, people are just always going to have questions about you sexually. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Theo, are we allowed to ask you, do, does the carpet match the drapes? (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people were going to DM you if we didn't solve that problem right now. (laughs) I was one of them. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I'll exchange photos after this. <laughs> um, well, so let me let's let's try to figure out how we could wrap this up. But Mike, I'll start with you. But if somebody is, let's say, there's a difference between a fetish and fetishizing someone, and then there's having a type, right? How do you? differentiate the two or how should somebody just like approach you and make it seem normal without coming off creepy so for me i guess like i'm i get like liking a bigger guy dad buds and like all of that i think for me it just like don't don't treat this like a physical like don't ask me my height my weight like all of that like get to know me we can like hang out then tell me you like bigger guys normally like you can tell but some people feel like they're so so inclined to like ask you those questions that you wouldn't ask someone in public that's when I'm like oh damn back up I'm like a kink for you you don't want to get to know me you just want to see a picture of my stomach and then like we won't speak ever again so I think like have those have manners is I guess what I'm trying to say like have have manners I get it there's times that somebody has messaged me and I know this sounds like so toolish to say, but it's like, they're like a fan girl mm-hmm. and it's like not hot when you're like, Oh my God, I follow you on Instagram. Like, that's like not a fun pickup line. For me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want somebody who says, Oh, I follow you on Instagram. What's your address? Like, I'm not telling you where I fucking live. I'm going to end up murdered. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just like the moral of the story is just like treat you like a normal person and just say like, Hey, what are you up to today? Like, that's a great first line, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, so we don't need anything more than that. And also you don't need to send like yourself on all fours with, Hey, 
just in case anybody listening needs that reference. Uh, Derek, what about you? Um, <clears throat> yeah, you well, can are, tell. are you even on the dating app since you're married? Not really, no. Like, so I, I do have Grinder, but for a different reason. Like, it's it's platonic, swear to God, because I'm a nudist. And I also look for, like, nudist gamers to hang out with. So it's very specific. I don't even have, like, sexual stuff I'm into on it. It's just I'm looking for nudist gamer friends. People really use it for friends. That's nice. What's a nudist gamer? Like, you, we could play Nintendo Switch and just chill naked with boners? Yeah. Oh, yeah, completely platonic, like, <laughs> with boners, without boners, it doesn't matter, just natural, so, yeah. Wow, we're really coming into our own in 2021. I need more friends like you, sir. I need more friends like you. Yeah, like, I literally hate when I go to my friends' houses and I'm in jeans and I literally take my jeans off, like, Jeff, what are you doing? I'm like, can I just, like, not sit on your couch in my underwear and just, like, chill while we play, you know? right. Right. You don't even need the underwear to play with me. Just come as you want. <laughs> well, now that I know this, I may just like maybe ask you to like Lysol the couch cushion before I sit on it, just in case somebody else might have been there an hour before I was. But other than that, I love, I love the whole concept. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> Theo, what about you? Any last words? So uh, actually, uh, before answering your question, I have to say that I'm also a new list. Uh, and now I have to say that I agree with Mike. Actually, uh, it's uh, there's not a, it's not like cooking a food, so there must be a specific recipe. It depends on the person or how this person approaches you. For example, personally, I appreciate humor. So even if uh, someone tells me something about my look, my nationality, or something like that, but uh, makes it like a joke, but a good joke, not a um, uh, nasty comment he, uh, served as a joke, I'm up for it. Yeah. I'm not uh, the diva type that, oh, I don't like that, bye. Well, that's I'm open to people. I usually answer, uh, hmm messages and ryan what about you last but not least uh so since since the disability is is you know glaringly obvious in any of my profiles there there is a conversation we do have to have about it um but there's a difference between you know like oh my god you're so hot i want to fuck you in your wheelchair and then like you know do you have any limitations you know am i able to move you around stuff like that so just like um you know, when we have to talk about it, the the way that you just, like they say, come at it with respect, you know what I mean? Like, ask the questions you need to, but don't just sit there and say, like, oh, my God, disabled men are so hot, you know what I mean? I just want to throw you around the bedroom and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that is probably a scary thing, knowing that, like, if somebody comes over, you need to, like, completely trust them because they are. Yep essentially have access to everything at that point you know yep Damn. yep once i'm out of my wheelchair like it takes me a minute to get back in it so literally like once i'm in the bed they can do whatever you know what i mean so there there has to be a lot of trust that my life's not in danger or you know like 
all of my valuables are not in danger, just any of that stuff. So there's, there's a lot of thought that goes into it. Well, actually, let me ask you this. I know it's a little off topic, but like what advice would you give to anybody who has a disability who's listening to this, who might be sitting on Grindr or going through messages? Like how do they hook up safely or approach that without getting themselves into trouble? Ooh, um, man, that's a hard one. Um, I guess just I mean, the easiest thing is just use your best judgment. Like you've had a disability long enough, you kind of know, trust your gut type situation, right? Like I know that's not like a 100% foolproof plan, but especially on sites like Grinder and stuff like you, you usually can tell people that are just a little creepy, you know what I mean? People that, that, you know, they, they would do something to you if they got into your house. Um, really just use your best judgments. Don't, don't get so horny that you'll just let anybody in there, but uh, like, especially with a disability, like, you know what I mean? There, the use your hand, damn it. Like just, you know, rub one out, get over it, come back the next day. Um, you know, if, if need be, take the time to get to know somebody, you know what I mean? And if somebody's not willing to, you know, do what you need to do so that you can trust them, letting them come into your house, then it, it's not worth it. Like, it's just sex. There will be plenty more in the future. Yeah. I will say, I think I'm getting to a point. I mean, I can say I have not had actual sex since October. And I feel like I'm just getting to a point that it's like, you can only jerk off so many times and you're just still missing that like oomph at this point that it's just like been mm -hmm. so long, but I'm like so close to feeling like we're just going to be normal again. I'm like, if I got COVID because I just wanted this guy to like make out with me and come over, I'd be so pissed. Yep. 100%. So I'm like, just, you know, trying to play it cool. But like the clock is ticking. We all need to get this <laughs> shot so we could just like move on with our lives because I am done. Mm. Should have invested in a fuck machine by now. You should have just. <laughs> I should have just fucking built one. See, there you go. With now all I that time you've got, you know. Today. Now I could build robotics, I guess. Instead of play, <laughs> right? Instead of playing Nintendo Switch and video games, build yourself a fuck machine. I'm actually yeah, about to go watch the John Benet documentary. Did anybody see that? That just came out. I just watched it today. Is it good? Yeah, I mean, I didn't leave um, with no anything like new, but it was, so unsatisfied. Yeah, it's it. You know what it is? It's you can tell the Ramsey family's backing it because there's like nothing about Burke being a suspect it's like about like if it was somebody not in the house and we all know it was somebody in the house yeah i thought it was the parents but that's yeah <clears throat> so well, I guess for a different podcast they're gonna you know get us all to watch make millions again off this poor girl who's supposed to be like how old are you now probably almost 40 because this happened in the 80s right no it happened in 96 oh so yeah so she would have been like probably mid thirties. Okay, well, on that note, R.I.P. John Bonet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh at that or not, but here we are. <laughs> um, well, I just want to thank you guys for coming on. Um, that was a lot of fun. 
Uh, you... I just want to say that it was a pleasure uh, meeting you and talking to you guys. And I had great uh, time together with you. Same Thanks. here. Likewise.